Well, it's time for the Illinois to reevaluate themselves after that loss versus Kansas. Uh, they go into Lawrence and they lose 34 to 23. Uh, at halftime, it was 28 to 7. Uh, and then Illinois finally started to make a run, started to play their style, and started to really take it to Kansas. But you can't spot them 28 points in the first half and expect to come out with the victory there. Um, we're going to discuss how they're going to have to reevaluate themselves, what Coach Bielman and staff are going to have to do heading into the next week, and it's going to be a tough one versus Penn State. Um, and we know what we're just going to talk about it all. Um, like and subscribe to YouTube channel, follow right on Apple and iTunes. Uh, check out all the affiliates, check out all the other episodes, all that good stuff. Leave a comment, Illini Nation, how we feel about our Illinois fighting Illini. I think that even me, we overlooked Kansas a little bit. I'm not saying the team did. I knew Kansas was good, um, but Jay Daniels was back, and he Big 12 Player of the Year, and they're doing a great job at Kansas. We can't fault that. We can't look at you know what's happening there. They are doing a great job of what they're doing there with their offense. Their offense is fun to watch. The different formations they have, the different um, plays, and just their style and how fast they're playing, and then just getting different people the ball. Um, we're going to talk about the obvious first is everybody's going to talk about the Illinois defense. They're going to compare it to last year. They're going to say, what's going on this year? They're going to say, well, last year we only gave up 99 yards. What's going on? We have some speed. We have this talent. And you're right. Last year's defense did all those great things. We have a ton of talent all over the place. We have division one caliber linemen. And then we have just speedy corners and safeties and aggressive. But here's the thing. That was last year. We have to stop focusing on last year because it's different players. We lost guys to the NFL draft. We had to bring guys in recruiting and the transfer portal. We have a new defensive play caller. We have a new linebackers coach. Things have to be different. And Coach Bielma addressed the defense at the end of the game. And his words, we need to reevaluate ourselves, how we're calling plays, how we're practicing, who are we? And I said that in the preview. I said that back with Toledo. I even said that in the summer. What is this Illinois team going to look like? Because to play different styles of defense, you have to have the right players. Illinois had the right players last year to play the most man coverage in the entire country out of all college football. This year, we may not have those guys to consistently play man. Now, are you going to have to play man coverage at some point? Absolutely you are. But defensively, they were just giving up big plays. Uh, They allowed Jay Daniels to run. They didn't seal the edge on zone reads. There was just zone. When they were in their zone, it was getting picked apart. Probably because, you know, they want to play man instead of zone. So now they have to reevaluate who they are. It's okay if they're a zone team. But then they now need to sacrifice time practicing man and play in the zone. Coach Bielma wants to play man and be aggressive and put pressure on the quarterback. But here's the thing. We have Division One, or excuse me, NFL-style Defensive lineman. Our linebacking core is not what it was either, and we have to remember that. We have different guys playing linebacker. To play man coverage, a couple things have to happen. You have to be able to get pressure on the quarterback very quickly, 
and try to get sacks, try to get him uncomfortable. Well, against Jay Daniels, he wants to move. He can throw it in the pocket, and he can move. So against Kansas, you're kind of, it's a lose-lose situation. But the other thing you have to have is if that happens up front, you have to be able to have the corners and the safeties that can play that man coverage, be aggressive, dictate the wide receivers where they want them to go rather than the wide receivers dictate where they want them to go. And they're able to see when it's a run and a breakdown, able to come up and make the play. That's where um, Sidney Brown, he could play the man coverage, but he could play like a spy or that robber where he can come in the run fit. We're dealing with guys with young experience-wise and young playing time-wise. There's talent there, but they have to really evaluate what they're doing in practice. They have to do all those things. It has Coach Bielema said that this is not the same. And I think that we, as Illini fans, we can make similarities to this. It feels like when they first got to Illinois and they were struggling on defense a little bit and they had to figure out who they were. And it was that Virginia game that really made them sit back and say, who are they? Can they practice a certain way for the for this part of the season and then get to who they really want to be? And he said it's not the same, but from the outside looking in, and he's right, it's not the same in that building because we're not in the building. But from people like me behind a microphone, people that are watching the game or are coaches, you make that similarity of this is the point now where you have to figure out who – what kind of defense you're going to be up front. You may not change anything because, you know, Newton, for example, I thought he played much better after the first quarter and his NFL stock went back to what it was. He got pressure. He made sacks. He did all those things. Fantastic. But you, I think you need to look, they're going to look at who do they have playing where don't be surprised. if You guys get moved around. Don't be surprised if just certain coverages or certain plays, certain guys then get moved around. Not at the beginning, but if they're playing man coverage, how do they flip them? Maybe they sub some people off and get them in there. Aaron Harry's going to have to address how he's calling plays. Coach Bielma's going to sit there with him and figure that out. Those are the things on defense that they need to figure out. What are they good at? Can they master in it? But then also practice what they want to be. And so as the season goes along and they sprinkle it in there a little bit, that's going to be the positive thing. And, and, and that's why it's the parallel of that Virginia game um, way back when, when Coach Bielma got here, that that's what it looks like. Because the thing that's also frustrating probably Illinois and the staff and then the fans is I don't think the staff keeps comparing it to last year because they know what they've got. They have a standard. But fans and us, we need to stop comparing it to last year because we're getting frustrated by saying, well, Daniels had 277 passing yards. And then on rushing, they had 262 yards rushing altogether. And everybody's saying, well, that's not that's not a Illinois defense. That's not a Brent Bielema defense. We cannot fall into the Illinois basketball fandom that we've all fallen into where, yes, it's it's fun to have the expectations for the team. It's fun to expect big things. It's fun to want to compete for these things, and that's what we want. 
but there's a time to also be realistic. And there's a time where we can't sit there and always compare it to last year, especially in football, where there's so many different moving pieces, especially now with transfer portal, how recruiting works. We can't always sit there and say last year, last year, last year. We have to look at what's happening and the players we have. Yes, Alabama and even Nick Saban, they have a system and this is what they're going to run. But they also adapt to the type of players they have. So they're going to practice their things, but they're going to figure out what they're good at and that's what they're going to do. So that's what, as Illinois fans, we have to we just have to accept that this is not last year. We got to stop saying it's last year for defense. So it's time that they're going to have to really evaluate heading into their next game. They're going to be playing different things, and they're also going to be having different moving pieces there as well. In my opinion, that's what you're going to see. Um, because against <laughs> Kansas, Illinois could not – they got them to third down, so they were doing good things at times. But then Kansas went 9 of 13 for third down. So those things we cannot – we just can't do. Uh, and again, penalties. There were certain penalties that, you know, Illinois had two, uh, six penalties for 58 yards. Uncharacteristic penalties that we, again, were compared to last year. Those were just penalties that we did not need. Um, and Kansas also had the ball for a very long time. They had it for 36 minutes and 39 seconds. You know, uh, they had 9.6 yards per pass. They had 539 total yards. They just gave up a lot of yards. They gave up some big plays uh, and crunch time situations. So there's a lot of things that are to evaluate how they're practicing, how, how, where do they have where, and that's what they're going to have to do. And so I I trust that they're going to do that, but they have to do it very quickly. Switching over to offense, offense um, struggled the first half uh, until they got that nice drive in the second quarter, and then they score eight points in the third and the fourth. Um, again, I said this, they have a quarterback. I know Luke Altmaier had two interceptions. One he wants back. The other one got taken away from Isaiah Williams at the end of the game, which I don't know if that's the guy you throw it to. I think he wants that one back instead of just throwing it up. He should just throw it out of bounds. Um, but I, we have a quarterback. You know, he's he was 19 of 28 for 202 yards. He had that big 70-yard run. Um when we look at the stats, he had he had the ball 13 carries. Some might have been a scramble, but he had that big 70-yard run, two, two rushing touchdowns as well. So he, he we have a quarterback, and you don't usually say that with an Illinois team that we have a quarterback. The thing with offense, I think receivers, you know, Pat Bryant only had one catch, so they kept him in check. Um, Casey Washington only had three catches, 14 yards. Other guys stepped up. Isaiah Williams, he had 99 yards, six receptions. Griffin Moore, um, Hank Beatty, they had four catches, three catches, 56 yards, 23 yards. So, again, inconsistency of the wide receiver play, but we started to get a tight end involved, which I think was another missing piece in the Illinois offense. But the wide receivers were not going. They they were being met at the line of scrimmage. Being They were getting pushed. They weren't getting open. And that's that's a problem for Illinois offense that I've said. They gotta be able to get the, the receivers have to be able to get open. So I think this is gonna be another wake up call for them that oh yeah, we did it against Toledo, but now Kansas, and then we got Penn State coming up. You, you gotta be able to do get open against you know the big time division one guys. And and who knew that we would say that about Kansas now, but that just shows the amazing job that they're doing there. 
a big concerning point is the run game. Now, let's talk about why it looks bad. They had 139 yards rushing, but 70 of them came from the quarterback. Reggie Love, the third, had 45. Josh McCray only had 20. So the rush game is a little concerning, especially when Coach Bielma lives on running the football. He has his entire coaching career, even here at Illinois. Now, they got down pretty early, so now your gate, your your play calling changes where you can sprinkle a little run here and there. Luke Altemeyer, you know, had to show that thread of running the football as well. So they couldn't run it as much when you're down da- when you're down 28 to 7. You're not going to run the ball as much as you want. You, you know, there was times they established the run, but it's just not what we're used to. Again, we keep comparing it. We have the standard of what it should look like. The other part is the offensive line. They have Coach Mila said his left side of the line is one of the best tandems he's had his is probably the best he's had in his entire career and even people have talked about how it's going to be one of the best in the big 10 if not the country but Zach Zach Chrysler looks uncomfortable at right tackle he's a big guy he played guard last year some of the pass protection he gets beat on a spin move he gets beat on the second move um the continuous drive against the defensive end he looks very uncomfortable so another group that has to be reevaluated, just like the defensive safeties and corners, the other part that's going to have to get reevaluated is the offensive line. They have great offensive linemen. They have one of the best offensive line coaches in the country, and Coach Bart Miller. He's going to be able to figure this out because it takes a while for those guys to mesh together. People think offensive line; they can just go out there and push people. So they have two decisions. They have two options here they can do: ride out with the with the lineup that they have. And it's going to mold together. Or do you put Chrysler back at guard, break up your left side, put one back at tackle to kind of balance it out a little bit? Those are the two options they have. Me personally, I'm okay with either one because you keep Chrysler there. He's going to be able to hopefully mold. But then that's going to take an extra couple games and you've got some big time games coming up. So are you willing to do that and hopefully... It just kind of happens, or do you move some people around, become a balanced offensive line-ish, I guess. Not one side's going to be more dominant than the other. Um, so then the pass protection becomes better. Maybe Chrysler inside will deal with guys. He's going to still deal with fast guys, but it's not as so much as open space. You're contained because you're next to the center and you're next to the tackle. Those type of things. So... The challenge is going to be to the wide receivers to get open. We don't have to worry about the quarterback. We have a quarterback. We don't need to worry about that. The running backs, they got to be able to start getting a flow of the run game. The offensive line's going to have to start being consistent. There's times it looks very, very good in run protect or run blocking. Then it doesn't. Then there's times we give Luke Altamar plenty of time. Then times we get beat off their first move or even their second move and he gets hit. Um, then we had some mental mistakes, you know, on different things on offense. So those are the things that they're going to have to really evaluate versus their next opponent in Penn State, and that's going to be a big-time game. Um, but, again, I can't stress enough, Kansas looks good, and we can't take away that they do look good. And, you know, but Illinois doesn't have a lot of time. Coach Bielma wants to win, He wants, to, or he wants to compete to put themselves in a position to win. So 
that's how they're going to have to reevaluate themselves. Um, and Illinois fans, we're just getting, we have to be patient and trust that they're going to figure this out very quickly. And so they get an extra day. They had an extra day Saturday to prepare for that. As I record this on Sundays, an extra time as well. And then get into practice to play all the way up to Saturday. So don't be surprised if we see some people get moved. And don't be surprised what changes we might see coming up. Um, thank you guys again for watching and or listening. Leave a comment, comment section down below. Follow, uh, follow around Apple and iTunes. Like and subscribe. Um, all that stuff. Thank you guys again for watching and listening. We'll see you guys next time.